Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, we are welcome to the season three of Biblical Furnaces. In this season, we continue our golden trend on authentic leadership in the context of what Jesus Christ expects from us, his children. In season one of BP, we talked about derailment, motive trap, conflict, myths, and challenges that leaders must avoid. In the same season one, we highlighted compass enablers, tenets of great, grateful leadership and gratitude in leadership, all of which will help leaders to lead up, lead across, and lead down any structure, either in the church or outside the church. Beloved, we thereafter move from season one nudges to be my light on personality traits in relation to authentic leadership in season two of Biblical Furnaces. We unpack extraversion, agreeableness, good conscience, openness to experience, and neurotism in season two. Beloved, one key takeaway from season two of BP is, is very clear. is the fact that no one should harbor a neurotic leader because a neurotic leader is not desirable in the house of God or even in a secular workplace. So leaders that will fulfill destiny and achieve their assignment cannot also be close to experience. They must be open. In fact, anyone that stops learning, stop leading. Beloved, one can hardly go through the media without stopping to read about feelings in leadership, in politics, in our economic life, and painfully in the Christian food as well. The proliferation of major leadership failures within the church and other organizations is a serious threat to the continued credibility of Christianity as we know it. Either through media outlets such as Christian Post or online platforms such as The Cable, everyone is constantly made aware of failure upon failure on a monthly basis regarding Christian leadership. Christian leadership has never been subjected to so much ridicule in a period as we are witnessing today. Beloved, this is the reason why being leaders is our focus for season three of Biblical Furnaces. Our archive book for the season is Being Leaders by Ombre Murphy. And we'll be using the book and other biblical texts to foreground how to be leaders in the Christian fold. And we'll be examining how to be authentic Christian leaders in 12 episodes in this season 3. Through season 1 and 2 of BP, we have shared what an authentic leadership is and what an authentic leader should be like. A listener of BP by now should be able to answer some questions on leadership. For example, who is a leader? By now we can answer it clearly. What is leadership? By now we should be able to mutter one or two responses. And we should also be able to ask ourselves, am I a leader? If you have gone through season one and season two of PP. So this thought-provoking question should help us to map out the element of what we are talking about in terms of leadership and how we should develop it. Beloved, if we are to become leaders who completely serve as Jesus Christ intended, 
We must consistently interrogate the leadership question. We mustn't be tired. If we are to serve in church and outside the church effectively, with a godly sense of purpose, it is crucial that we clarify and understand what it means to be a leader in the mode of Jesus Christ. Below, so the purpose of season three of Biblical Phronesis aligns squarely with the purpose of being leaders, the book entitled Being Leaders. And we have two purposes side by side. Number one purpose of the season is to articulate a working definition of a Christian leader. We will answer who is a Christian leader as we go along, most especially from season two up to season, uh, up to uh, episode two of the season to episode 12 of the season. Then the second purpose of this season is our attempt to make our listeners to reflect on their conception, you and I, including myself, an understanding of who is a leader in our context and what leadership represents in our context. In other words, we'll be looking in four solid episodes. We'll be unpacking situational leadership. So, beloved, let us set the stage for the season by defining two key terms that will frame the ideas to be shared throughout the season. The first term is Christian leader. We will try to unpack and answer with realistic examples. Who is a Christian leader? We try to answer that question in this season. A Christian leader, as articulated in the book Being Leaders, and as articulated by other books as well, that we have we've shared previously in BP, is a servant with Jesus' kind of credibility and capability to influence people to pursue their God-given direction. I repeat, a Christian leader is a servant with Jesus' kind, not personal, Jesus' kind of credibility and capability to influence people to pursue their God-given direction. God-given direction here means vision, clearly. The vision of the people around the leader must be owned by both the leaders and the follower. Our second term or terminology that we frame each episode and we need to define it is Christian leadership. In the context of this season, Christian leadership will be or we assume it to be a process that allows a servant to use Jesus' kind of credibility and capability to influence people in a particular context, be it a church or a secular workplace like a university or thereabout. You do that to, to allow people to follow their God-given direction, not your not 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 your own selfish interest. Beloved, both terms, Christian leader and Christian leadership, that we have just defined are closely linked. In fact, the second term, which is Christian leadership, built upon the first definition. Both terms will help us to see the characteristics or the features of Christian leaders. In the season, 
This time we help us to accurately probe a biblical metaphor for leadership. There are other metaphors. A shepherd is a metaphor. But the one that we'll look at in particular, and it will run through each episode, is servant. We will try to understand how Jesus Christ used servanthood and then taught it to the early church leaders. In conjunction with other books and the Bible, different versions of the Bible as well, we will examine credibility, capability, influence, followership, and situation dynamics in leadership. And some of these key issues, we unpack them in one or two episodes sequentially. Beloved, we will emphasize that the difference between leaders in general and Christian leaders is our Lord Jesus Christ. We will repeat the well-known fact that holding any one of the five four ministry positions according to Ephesians 4.11, do not make anybody a Christian leader. Mm-mm. Being a parish pastor, a provincial pastor, area pastor, zona pastor, or what, what, you, what have you, do not make you a Christian leader. Having a post in a Christian organization, maybe an administrator or an overseer or something, do not make one a Christian leader. No, 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 no. Rather, in this uh, in this season, we will stand to proclaim without apology to anyone that a Christian leader is like Jesus Christ to the core. A Christian leader must model Jesus Christ or else is not a Christian leader. This is important because a Christian leader's life shows personal conversion. It shows personal Conversion. A Christian leader know they were once sinners, every one of us, according to Romans 3.23. And recognize that personal good works will not save them. Ephesians 2.8-9 shows us that we are saved by grace. So they place, every one of us, including myself, our absolute trust in our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.21. That's number one point. Number two, a Christian leader is a committed Christ follower. You don't follow Jesus Christ from a distance. They are under the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ. They often follow after righteousness. They see themselves, we see ourselves as instruments of righteousness, according to Romans 6.13. Then number three, a Christian leader lay emphasis on godly character, which is the biggest problem in Christendom today. A Christian leader lay emphasis on godly character. Because the greatest crisis today is a crisis of leadership. Not Church is not in want of people that can stand on the people to speak. Or the people to be appointed to different positions. No, 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 no. Churches, the world over, are declining. They are going out of a station. Mercifully, we thank God for our glorious vision, the covenant church, the redeemed Christian church of God that is growing, that's, that is going against the trend. But major churches that we know before, they are declining. Declining because of lack of leadership. 
That is why Apostle Paul said to his protege in 1 Timothy 4, 7, train yourself to be godly. Every Christian leader must continually, consistently train him or herself to be what? Godly. Number four, we've also unpacked in this season of biblical furnaces that a Christian leader understands motive, which explains why a leader behaves in a certain way or does what he or she does. A Christian leader does must know that motive affects character. You can't divulge both of them. You can't say this and do the other, other thing. So, what is our motive for leadership? We continually ask this question. Number five. In this season of BP, Biblical Furnaces, we will underline the fact that a Christian leader, a Christian leader serves through the power of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Trinity Council. We serve through their power. We don't serve through our personal power or knowledge or intellectual capacity. So our service as Christians is not personal. A Christian leader do not serve self. There is no self-interest in a Christian leader. Number six, as we do all this introductory episode of season three to a close, a Christian leader is a godly servant leader. Very clear. A Christian leader is a godly servant leader. This will run through the season. He or she will therefore humbly serve others out of love, not out of what he or she will gain out of that service. Praise the Lord. So, we look at this, this six point, we run through what we understand to be a Christian leader in this season three. Beloved, let us pray. Father, thank you for showing us the way to lead. Being leaders like you is our heart, fed desire. Lord Jesus, reinforce our personal conviction. Let us be committed Christ follower with godly character seen by all in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, purify our motive for service and let lives be transformed through your love and teaching as you use us as tools in your kingdom, in particular in this season, in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, most precious name, we are praised. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue Forty, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.